The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. Hello, everyone. And yes, it is time to bring your soul to work. I have that on my voicemail on my cell phone. And from time to time, when my mother calls me and leaves me a voicemail, she says, yes, honey, I have brought my soul to work. I bring it everywhere I go. But, you know, the funny thing is, uh, even though we technically do bring our soul everywhere we go, there's some problems that we inherit or create or have happen to us, hmm, create, all our adult lives, we are sent messages, and those messages begin to become part of our subconscious programming, and that programming, if it's against the desires and our soul's energy, we will have conflicts, and we will eventually dim our soul. Today, we're talking about self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is a real problem, a real problem. I was speaking to a woman earlier today on uh, one of my free clarity calls, and if you would like to ever uh, book yourself time to talk with me or my team for a clarity call, which is when we basically uh, do an MRI of your of your career and what's going on and what's not working, and we help you really gain clarity on that because there's so many people out there with mixed messages and subconscious programming against their full power. You can book a clarity call at mofall.com slash give me clarity, mofall.com slash give me clarity. Self-sabotage is a huge problem with careers. And as defined by psychology today, self-sabotage behavior is when behavior interferes with longstanding goals. The most common self-sabotaging behaviors are procrastination, self-medication with drugs or alcohol, comfort eating, and forms of self-injury. Now, I will tell you that that might be the most common self-sabotaging behaviors, but I see things that are deeper, more subtle, more common, and more destructive. And some of the self-sabotaging behaviors that happen in careers and, and in our life are those things that do indeed stop us from achieving longstanding goals. But you know, the most self-sabotaging thing I see is actually not having long-standing goals, not having a strategy about where you're going in your career or life. If you'd like to join this conversation today, if you have some self-sabotaging things that you want to sort out and, and get at and do some live coaching with me here, I can be reached live here today at 816 251 355 That's 816-251-3555. So the problem with self-sabotaging is that 
we are literally moving towards something and then all of a sudden we create a block. And truthfully, that block is in us, in our subconscious programming. Someone laid some seeds way back when about the fact that we weren't going to be successful or that we couldn't do math or that we couldn't speak up or we couldn't be good enough because the boys would look, wouldn't look at us the right way or we couldn't be smart because people would pick on us or this or that or we had to only get A's and if we don't get an A, then we're worthless. I could go on and on with the programming that many of us receive that ultimately leads to self-sabotaging behavior. How about the project manager who doesn't get her projects done on time because they're not perfect? And so she misses a deadline, which causes her to be written up by her boss, which causes her to be upset and angry, which causes her to further retreat. Her soul dims down about 50%. And now she's worried and concerned for her job. She's not going to do the next project well either. And as a matter of fact, that next project not done well, may be exactly what's going to happen to cause her to lose her job. How about the woman who hired the wrong person and she told her boss, you know what, I think I made a hiring error. I'm not sure this person's right for the job. Can you support me on this and try to sort it out with me? Well, it was your decision. Why did you hire that person? Comes the retort from the boss. Now the person who tried to speak up and tried to be honest and open and forthright is now getting condemned by a boss she was hoping to seek support from. So now this person is going to further retreat and the next problem she has with her boss is not going to be discussed because she now has learned what goes on when you bring up something to the boss. So she may indeed self-sabotage because she doesn't want to bring another problem up to the boss. And if that problem runs away from her, if that problem becomes something she can't contain without the help of her boss, she's going to be in deeper hot water. These are all self-sabotaging behaviors that seem like normal, rational behaviors that any normal person would make. Certainly if you tell your boss something and she doesn't support you, you're not going to go back to her. Of course that's what you would do. So we rationalize our fear and we get all of our friends to agree with us. Our friend agrees with us. Yeah, I wouldn't talk to my boss again either. Yeah, I agree with you, Sally. That sounds like a good idea never to talk to her again. You know what? If I were you, I'd just look for another job. So maybe she does look for another job and maybe that another job is $20,000 less. And you know what she says to herself? At least I don't have to report to her. At least I don't have to be in that situation. So she has a backslide in her career. $20,000 less. Chances are the title is either the same or it's lower. And now she has not only sabotaged herself and her income, but her career. Recovering from that type of a career move is something I help people with all the time. Because typically what's happening is that our emotions and our subconscious programming are dictating our decisions. There is no great decision made out of fear, ever, 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 ever. Short-term gains, possibly, but there is never a great decision made from fear. I was talking to a woman earlier today on a clarity call, 
and she has a boss who doesn't take any input from anyone. She just inserts policies and, and new dictates and tells everyone what they have to do. And this woman is in healthcare. And perhaps some of the things that they're being dictated could possibly, maybe, uh, not necessarily be the best thing for patients. So this person I was speaking to today is afraid to talk to her boss, afraid to bring things up. She's considering just getting another job. And I said to her, why aren't you bringing things up? She said, well, I don't want the retaliation. I said, so you've already decided that by bringing something up, you're going to have retaliation. You've already crystallized that. That's already a truth. Have you tried to bring something up with your boss? No. But yet she was certain that if she did, she would have retaliation. Totally imagined. Totally based on fear. Now, this woman is at a critical point right now where she could be making a backwards decision for her job. Again, she's in fear. She's not standing in her power. She's not engaging and influencing her boss in a way that is meaningful. And this woman is in a decision-making critical position. And she's not able to have that critical conversation with her boss on things that matter. If she stays in this fear pattern, she will for certain sabotage her career either by staying there and playing small and shriveling up into a, the smallest possible version of herself with her soul so dim, people might not even notice her walking down the hall. This is what happens. If you feel ignored in meetings or walking down the hall or people don't say hi to you, chances are your soul is so dim that you're not even energetically showing up. You might be in a physical body. You might have a nice blouse on. But if you're energetically at such a dim light, people are not going to see you. Literally, they're not going to see you. So this woman I spoke to earlier is at a crossroads. She's either going to have to step into her power, of course, learn how to do it, and have the critical conversation and learn from that and grow. Or she's going to run and find a new job and hope that she doesn't have this situation in the new job. And I will tell you the way that the consciousness and the energy that we live in works, she will for sure, guaranteed, meet up with someone like that current boss in her next job if she chooses to leave. Because energetically, that's her attractor pattern. So if you know self-sabotage, because you have either been your own worst enemy on the self-sabotaging, or if you have a question about self-sabotage, please feel free to give me a call. I love doing live coaching on this radio show, and you can reach us at 816-251-3555. And as, as we're talking about self-sabotaging, of course, I'm also talking about what to do about it. But let's dive deeper into this problem so we clearly understand it. Because then in the second half of this show, we'll talk about what to do about it. So we've identified that we rationalize our fears. We've identified that we rationalize our fears. We're actually dimming the light of our soul. We have created a little box to put ourselves into. And outside of that box are absolutely certain conclusions 
that we have drawn that we now have to deal with. So take the example of this woman I spoke to today. She's absolutely certain that her boss would retaliate if she speaks up. Why? Because this woman has been told from a very young age not to speak up. And when she has in her life, whether that be when she was four or 14 or 24 or 34, she has gotten feedback that was consistent with the programming in her subconscious. You see, when I spoke up when I was 14, I got in trouble. You see, when I spoke up when I was 24, someone said something negatively to me. So you see, if I speak up, that's what's going to happen. So she's in a box. We could call it prison. She's in this soul prison where she is certain that certain actions are going to have certain reactions. So she is being controlled by this story, by this belief system. Other people call this belief system BS. <laughs> and indeed it is. And it causes us to self-sabotage. Because if I believe that an action is going to create a negative reaction, I am not going to want to take that action. So that belief system is now causing me to take action or to do nothing, and I am going to go further and further down the hole. And I am going to self-sabotage. Either I'm going to blow up at that boss because my emotions are going to get the best of me, and then that's a real career-limiting move. I couldn't take it anymore. I just had to tell her how I feel. I have a client. We'll talk about her throughout the entire call now. I have a client who was working with me about a year and a half. She was uh, covering the customer service of a software, uh, software platform. And she had a small team. And the team's duty was to cover the help desk for that software program 24-7. So off normal work hours, they would, someone would be on call and have to handle the calls and that sort of thing. Um, I don't exactly know what the call schedule looked like, but I'm sure some of those shifts were sitting in the office at a computer answering calls, and some of them may have been on call literally from their home. Her coworkers, her team, people who reported to her, started complaining about the long hours, the extra shifts, and how hard their job was. So my client, being a warm-hearted, beautiful, lovely person, decided she was going to make her team's work a little bit easier and take on some of those shifts. Meanwhile, she herself, my client, had a husband, has a husband, and two small kids at home. But she was willing to take the shifts because she didn't want to deal with her team members complaining. Not only did she not want to deal with her team members complaining, she didn't know how to deal with it. She didn't know how to constructively have conversations to help them understand and for her to engage and do the proper thing. So she began taking extra shifts and extra shifts. And what eventually happened is that she worked so many hours and was so emotionally burned out, she had to quit. That's a self-sabotaging pattern right there. So my client quits her job. She's out of work for several months. And she eventually sees my free training. I have a, re a webinar that runs, and you can feel free to pop in there. Uh, every day we uh, do that webinar, and it's mofall.com slash masterclass. 
And in that master class, I talk about five shifts that you must make in your career in order to stand in your power and have a clear strategy. So this client sees my webinar, looks like some stuff I need to do. She books a clarity call and we talk about what's really going on. She couldn't stand in her power. She couldn't have meaningful conversations with her team members. She didn't know how to do that because she was taught as a young girl just to put up with stuff, put up with yelling, put up with difficulty, just be a good girl and do your schoolwork and everything will be fine. Well, everything wasn't fine. She grew up with those messages. She was a good student. She did good schoolwork, but now she does not know how to handle conflict and difficulties more or less, she doesn't have a soul powered up. So the one thing that's going to help her out in a crisis, in a difficult situation, her soul's strength is zapped. So the only thing she could even rely on at all is no longer there. So she had to quit to save herself. Literally, it felt to her that it was a life and death move. Literally. So she saved her life by quitting her job. Three months later, she and I are on the clarity call. We sort things out, and I told her I could help her. I said, look, I can help you raise the vibration of your soul. I can help you come into your power, and I can help you create a strategy for your career that's going to land you a new job, that's going to fit better with who you are, that's going to actually matter more to your family because you should be making more money anyway. You should be at a higher functioning level. She didn't feel worthy of it. She didn't feel that it was possible. But she believed enough in me and just enough in herself that we went forward. And over those 12 weeks, she came into her power. Over the time that we were able to work together, she brought her soul's energy back up. She became a better mother to her young kids. She became a better wife to her husband because admittedly from her perspective, she was needy to her husband. Of course she was because she was so depleted. Of course she needed more from him than he could probably give to her. She was depleted and she was looking to, for him, to him to solve her soul's problem. It's not possible for our spouse to solve our soul's problem. So she stopped being the needy wife. She stopped being the one who was hypervigilant about every little thing. She began to be coming from her soul's power and strength, and then we created her career strategy. She began interviewing for jobs powerfully. She began realizing that she can earn more and she should be earning more. When she started looking at jobs that she was qualified for that would make her happy and excited and match her personal mission statement, match her life purpose, her natural gifts and talents, and her core values, when she really got a hold of what that meant out in the marketplace, she knew for sure that she should be making more money. And then I helped her interview more powerfully, show up in life more powerfully, and totally own her truth. And through stepping into those sequences of growth, I was able to help her be all she can be. And she landed a beautiful job. She's working for a very fast-growing company. She has a bigger team than ever. She's getting accolades at the company. She's getting accolades from her team. And she knows exactly how to limit the amount of drain that she's experiencing from her work. You know, often we talk about this as boundaries. And boundaries seem like something from the external that we have to put a fence up. 
or shut this gate or door, or we've got to like hide. Boundaries are not effective when it's causing us to have to hide. The best way to create boundaries is to know yourself and know your soul's true power so that you don't need to create an external boundary. You actually have the power within to navigate and make decisions that are in line in alignment with your soul that are allowing you to navigate and say yes or no and here and this and delegate when necessary and say, I can't and say no and say yes over here. When you have your soul's power fully turned on, you don't need external boundaries because you're not afraid anymore. So my beautiful client now is navigating a gorgeous dream job with a fantastic salary at an absolutely amazing company. She's totally lit up. She's totally in her power. And she's an inspiration to her entire team. She went from self-sabotaging behavior, taking all the call shifts, taking all the night shifts, completely depleting herself. It's no wonder she didn't get sick to a degree that she needed to be hospitalized. She self-sabotaged, quit her job, was out of work for maybe five or six months. And that gap in her career, in her job history, didn't have to happen. But on one hand, it did have to happen for her. That's how she was able to heal herself and move out of self-sabotaging behaviors and into a meaningful, thriving, beautiful, aligned, soulful life where she's thriving, her children are thriving, her husband is thriving, and she's the woman she wants to be. And she's the woman that she thought she could be but wasn't sure how. And now that's her life and her destiny. And she will have more success because now she has all of the core she has all of the tools, all the techniques to keep her shining brightly. Her story is not unusual. Her story is what I see all day long. I see women self-sabotaging because no one gave them the rule book. Of power up so that they could be truly themselves. So many women are there in the workforce thinking they have to be someone they're not in order to be successful. And that is absolutely not true. I want you to be more of who you are so you can be more successful. I want you to be more of what's exciting you. I want you to be more connected to that big, beautiful soul of yours. If you'd like to start uh, the conversation on your career and what's meaningful for you, go ahead and call us and join this conversation on self-sabotage at 816-251-3555. I've been working with uh, women in particular, but folks all around the globe for the past four years as a bring your soul to work to land your dream job career coach. And I can tell you the same things that I saw in corporate America when I was a big, busy executive running uh, companies and managing large teams. The same things that were in the way with some of the people I relied on in my teams and in my companies 
are the same things I help heal and cure. And it's pretty easy for me to spot it because I've seen so many trends and patterns in how people's careers either do work for them or don't. And I'm going to tell you a few other stories that you'll probably relate to when we get back for the second half of this program today on self-sabotage. I want to put in front of you the thought, though, that self-sabotage is by definition taking you off your long-term plan. It's taking you off of a strategy. So many folks I work with, the beginning of their problem is that they don't have a plan. So while we're at break today, I want you to jot down for yourself what it is that you would like to do or where you see yourself in two or three years. Not some grand long-term plan. But just where do you see yourself in the next year or two? What are you capable of doing? What does your heart want to do? And don't be tempted, like so many folks I know, to draw a conclusion that is absolutely wildly away from all that you know how to do. Let's talk about leveraging what you already know how to do and what already is part of your, I call it your treasure chest because there's things that you have education, expertise, and experience in. And you may be feeling like that's not what you want to do because you have so much job trauma and negative experiences around that profession. And it may just be simply that you have so much negative energy around it that you're not able to be the accountant or the engineer or the attorney or the marketing professional that you really want to be because there's been so many negative experiences. So don't sabotage your career based on fear. We're going to talk more about this, but go ahead and get into your journal or a notebook and write down what it is that you would love to do with your current education, experience, and expertise. And when we get back, I'm going to be talking about a few other client stories and how they were able to overcome their self-sabotaging behaviors and get their careers back on track, make Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. When listeners like you contribute to Unity Online Radio, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make a one-time donation. Or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Rev. Wendy Craig Purcell from Unity San Diego discussing change and transition. 
And as we begin to really identify the endings in our lives, to deal with them completely and wholly, to heal from them as we must, as we are willing to be in a time of not knowing, a time of uncertainty, but a time of trusting that there is a blueprint, there is a plan, there is a destiny. As we move successfully through these experiences, we will find that we are evolving and emerging into something new and different. And everyone and everything that has been happening in your life, both the things that are easy and good and pleasant, and those things that are challenging and painful and difficult, are drivers for your own evolution. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Since 1924, Daily Word has offered inspiration and practical teachings through daily prayer messages to help people of all faiths live happy, healthy lives. The magazine includes two months of daily affirmations, messages, articles, and spiritual poetry to help you get inspired. Subscriptions are available for print editions in large type and Spanish, as well as the digital subscription package that includes the online magazine with audio, smartphone app, and daily email. Get your subscription today. Visit dailyword.com or unity.org. Unity is proud to announce the first-ever New Thought Walden Awards, honoring 27 leaders who are helping to change the world. Some are well-known, but most are unsung heroes. They care about spirituality, healing, interfaith understanding, caring for the earth, and social activism. Read about them in the September-October edition of Unity Magazine, or go online to waldenawards.com. Congratulations to all. Take a trip with Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Central and tune in to World Spirituality. A lifelong student and practitioner of many world spiritual teachings, Paul guides you to the unity and common values shared by all world religions. We really are all connected. Take a journey with Paul and explore our planet's spiritual landscape with insight, humor, and practical advice for all. Join the show with your question or comment right here on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are talking about self-sabotage today. Not a topic that we want to like lovingly hug and embrace, uh, but this is a topic that is so super important for anyone navigating life, navigating a career. As a career coach, I focus on how the self-sabotaging behavior shows up in your career and the subtle ways that you might be rationalizing the behavior that leads to self-sabotage in a way to navigate your fear or lack of confidence. And what happens is that the self-sabotaging behavior takes over. I was just talking about earlier about a client of mine. We'll call her Mary, not her real name. And Mary left a job because she was taking too much responsibility, didn't know how to balance what she needed to do, didn't know how to have a critical conversation with her boss about resources. So she bailed. She bailed on her career. She took time off. And in her mind, she was like, this is just what work is. It's sometimes it's just going to be too much and just have to quit sometimes. 
not true. I have a lot of women I work with who have quit their jobs out of frustration, being emotionally depleted, and having nowhere else to run. I also have clients who have taken lesser jobs because they couldn't navigate where they were. So they decided in their mind that a lesser job was going to be better for them. See, if I go from director to manager, I won't have as much pressure on me, and therefore I can handle it, says many people in their careers. I don't want that responsibility and money. I don't want to be that successful because I know what that can do. I want to still have a family. I want to go to my kids' soccer games. Well, a career done right, the soul's power and confidence totally at their best levels, you attract better jobs and better working environments and better bosses. You do. It's physics. It's science. It's absolutely guaranteed that when you increase your vibrational level, your soul's vibrational level creates an attractor pattern in the unified field, in the quantum field. We match up with like energy. It's a scientific principle that some people don't understand or may think that that's just for protons and electrons. That's just for wave, waves and particles that dance around in, in electronic boxes. No, no, no. Every single part of who you are as a physical body operates under those same truths. Science tells us with 100% certainty that our energy body and our physical body are vibrating and they are physical and energetic wave particle stuff. The same stuff that stars are made of, the same stuff that air and soil and buildings and this microphone are made of. Yet because we are five sensing physical bodies, we often don't know this. And we've not been educated well enough or convinced well enough that this is reality. My clients begin to understand this and they start to see how life shifts when their energetic vibrational level of their soul increases. And they'll say to me, Mo, out of the blue, one of my old bosses called me for a perfect opportunity. I'm interviewing tomorrow. Mo, out of the blue, our company decided to give market adjustments and I got a $20,000 raise. Out of the blue is not out of the blue. Out of the blue is really called out of alignment. Because I'm in alignment, all of this beautiful stuff has happened. Because my soul is vibrating at a higher attractor pattern, I'm now attracting better people, places, and things into my life, which means better careers, jobs, pay, better relationships. All of a sudden, some workers, negative characters, either leave or are fired. I've seen this so many times, it's actually quite funny. All of a sudden, you get tapped on the shoulder to work in the department with more sophisticated work and, and cooler, better people. All of a sudden. There's another story. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to tell about Susan, not her real name. Susan was a nurse. She is a nurse. Uh, she was working in a hospital, and she was plagued with chronic migraines. She went 
everywhere for the best migraine help, and they could not find a thing wrong with her. It must be in your mind. What's wrong? Well, we all know that the body gives us messages that the energetic world has to interpret for us. She eventually calls me. We, we have a clarity call. She tells me what's going on. She, she went on her federal, federal Medical Leave Act, FMLA, for long enough and then had to, of course, go back to work after that ran out. And um, first week back to work, she got more migraine headaches and had to call off. They fired her. They fired her for not coming to work. Pretty reasonable thing to do. Employee doesn't come to work. You can't keep them around. you got to fill that slot with someone who's going to show up. When she talked with me about this problem, I said, you know, you're not really living your authentic life. Um, you're not living in your full power. I don't know why, but this is the symptom of this disease. The migraine headaches were causing her a self-sabotaging behavior. We start to go to work together. She comes into my workshop, and in the first week, we are actually raising her soul's vibrational level. Second week, we scope out the exact strategy, and what she really wanted to do was to leverage her nursing in more of an office job, have a little bit less pressure, less, less shifts and things like that, and in a fully embracing, perfect, unconditional, supportive way, I helped her move herself in that direction, helped her interview more confidently and more proudly about who she is and what she brings to the table. She had never done work like that before. So the rational brain is like, I can't do that. I've never done it before. Well, every job I had for the first time, I had it for the first time. Okay? So there's always things that you're not going to have done before that are going to pop up in a new job. So she builds up her soul's power day after day, week after week. And by the time she's interviewing, she's landing a job. She's making more money. She's working Monday to Friday. She's working in an office setting. She's feeling great. There's, of course, a little bumpy road here or there with this new job. She actually meets a fella, has a nice little time dating that fella. And she decides, uh, because things aren't 100% perfectly aligned, as she's continuing to expand, she takes another job. Meanwhile, as she continues to work and progress and make more money and feel more happy, she takes a medical trip down to South America to help some disadvantaged folks at a, at a medical clinic down there. She begins to get certified in other areas that she's interested in. She has had one fantastic job advance after the next. Now she's moving to her dream city. She hasn't had a migraine headache in almost two years because she cured it with her soul. Just like another client of mine, let's call her Angie, not her real name, who was in the hospital with a nervous breakdown the week before we had a clarity call with her. And I'll tell her, tell you her story in a second. I just want to remind you, if you'd like to talk about your career, if it's about self-sabotage or if it's about anything else, I'm more than happy to take your call live here at 816-251-3555. And I'm super excited to tell you about the, the story about Angie. Uh, she was totally broken down, nervous uh, breakdown in the hospital for about a week. She gets out of the hospital and, of course, comes across my Facebook ads that I run and talk about how you can get your, your dream job by getting, bringing your soul to work. She thought that was kind of a cool thing to think about. She's in the IT computer space, and um, she works for a very large company. 
She likes the coworkers, but the demands on her and her ability to navigate certain things and the work hours is just so much that she had an emotional breakdown. So she goes back to work. She joins my workshop, realizing that she's got to do something obviously deeply different. And we start working on her soul again. We bring up her life purpose, her natural gifts and talents, her core values. We help her write her personal mission statement. And what she does is she says, Mo, I know I'm in the computer industry, but I want to do something that's going to like help people or be better for, for people and communities. I don't really know what that is, but that's really what I want. And I said, okay, we're gonna, you're going to write that down and you're going to own that truth for yourself. So we get her LinkedIn profile, her resume going, interview prep. She gets on one interview for a company, kind of cool company, neat job. It's not big enough for her. Another interview, neat job, cool opportunity, really excited. Not big enough for her. Salary wasn't where she wanted to go. She wanted to make a move upward by leaving her company and her job, not just a lateral move, which is exactly my strategy with many of my ladies. Uh, I'm not helping you transform as a person and bring your soul vibrating at a higher level just to move laterally. No, 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 no. We want more. So I finally say to her, you know, Angie, uh, we should go for the higher next higher level. Um, you should start to apply for jobs at the higher level. And of course she says, I've never done that before. I'm not sure if I'm ready. You're ready. Let's go. So she agrees to listen to her coach and she starts applying for jobs at the next higher level. And that's really where her compensation desired amount is anyway. So it's a perfect match. She absolutely aligns with this particular company and one, two, three interviews later, she's rocking her dream job at her dream salary. And she's helping people. Uh, she's now in, in the delivery of, uh, software communication devices. I'm not even quite sure what she does, um, to tell you the truth. Um, see, I don't have to know what people do for a living to help them with their careers. It's quite, uh, quite wonderful. So she's rocking and rolling it. And she's running a team of developers and growing company and they're doing cool stuff and she's feeling awesome. And now she's working on the other aspects of her life. She's got three kids at home. She's feeling awesome as a mother, awesome as a professional. And now she's getting her personal life back on track and she's getting her personal life on track in a, in a place of power, in a place of confidence. So as we approach personal relationships, once we get the other things set in place and we're vibrating at a higher level, we're going to attract a higher level person. It's the way it is. It's the guarantee. It's the law of life. It's physics. <laughs> I'm not guessing here. I'm understanding how physics works. I'm understanding how attractor patterns work and I'm understanding how souls work and how our vibrational reality and how we get depleted and push down, self-sabotage comes next, and then how we rise up. When we can cure the disease that is causing self-sabotage, just like if you go to your doctor and you get diagnosed with diabetes, you might have to be put on some medicine to cure it, to take care of the symptoms, but you better take care of what's causing it too. Might be a little bit of weight issue, might be what you're eating. If it's hereditary, there's no way out. You just have to eat smart and take the right medicine and exercise and do all the right stuff to stay on track. So a career that's off track 
is just like that. I said to this woman earlier, um, by the way, Angie's life, after she was in the hospital for a week, uh, she and I have known each other now for just about a year. Actually, I think it's like a year now. Um, she cannot believe how happy she is, how aligned, how beautiful her life is now. She said, I would have never guessed this a year ago, coming out of the hospital. I thought my life was just going to be one doomy thing after the next. And it could have been. Her life could have been one horrible disaster after the next. And who knows what that would eventually have led to. If we don't take the lesson, we're going to get it louder and stronger. So if you have a problem with your career right now, you've got to solve it at a deep level. It will keep showing up. It will keep recurring. The bad bosses will keep showing up. The backstabbing coworkers will keep showing up. You will get the lessons over and over until you solve it at your soul's level. Guaranteed. So I was talking to this woman earlier today on a clarity call. Again, if you'd like to book your clarity call, it's super duper easy. It hardly takes anything but a few minutes on a computer. You can do it from your phone, mofall.com slash give me clarity and we will give you some clarity hey if it looks like a good idea for us to work together while we're on that clarity call we'll talk about that it's not always the case uh sometimes we can give you some good tips and some information and some resources and sometimes even send you in another direction that someplace that could help you even better but mofall.com slash give me clarity is going to get you started so i was talking to this woman today and i said if you had a kid at the age of two, who needed heart surgery. Or else things were going to be pretty grim for that kid. Wouldn't you make the time? Wouldn't you commit to the surgery and to what, was being, what would be necessary after the surgery? Wouldn't you go to the doctor's visits? Wouldn't you carve out time from work to make sure it happened? Wouldn't you put that as a priority? I'm going to tell you something. Your life is more important than that. Yes, it is. You would do it for your kid. Why not do it for yourself? You know, the airlines have it right. And I talk about this in my 11 lessons to your kick-ass career. You've got to take care of your soul, your life, your career, your income, your alignment, all of that stuff for you. You can't possibly be the mother, the wife, the sister, the daughter, whatever all those other responsibilities are in your life. You can't possibly be the best of that if your soul is suffering. You've got to take care of it as the life and death issue that it is. Trust me, from a breast cancer survivor's perspective, I didn't take care of it. I didn't even fully understand it. Because I had all kinds of rational things going on of why it was okay and this and that. I was telling myself a bunch of lies that I didn't even know. Well, I'm not going to get promoted in this organization because it's all men who were executives. Of course, I'm not going to get promoted. I would be angry and seething. Anger turns itself into poison. Over time... That turned into cancer. So I was telling myself all these lies 
But what I was failing to do, I was failing to turn my soul's volume up to the right level. I was buying into stuff. I was rationalizing my own fear. Finally, after my breast cancer, I came back as the coach executive. I wanted to increase each of my team members' ability to do their jobs and feel happy and feel powerful. I came back to help them be better. And I realized six years after my breast cancer that I really wanted to do this career coaching work full-time, flat out 100%, and just really help people with their careers. So now that is what I do. And bring your soul to work is exactly what works. Because the problems of self-sabotage, the problems with Angie having a nervous breakdown, the problem with Mary, who I talked about in the first half of the show, the problem with her self-sabotage is the same exact problem. Their souls were so dim. We're not providing enough light to them. We're not providing enough power and enough strength. Now, after we get the soul turned up, we got to turn up the strategies. We got to turn up the techniques on how to be successful in the workplace, how to interview, how to have critical conversations, how to present all the things that are super, super important. There's another story I want to tell you as we are wrapping up, uh, perhaps if you haven't related to the other stories I've told you, all beautiful success stories, great women uh, who were all suffering before we started working together. The story is of, I'll call her Susan, so I haven't used anyone's real names here, protecting the innocent. Um, Susan was a very skilled IT project manager. And when she was growing up, she was never good enough. She was uh, told that kind of often. And she had some childhood trauma. She had some things that just uh, no coach should have to go through, but many do. So, of course, she's bringing some of that programming, conditioning, and fear with her. Of course, we all do. We've got to heal that too along the way. Otherwise, things do show up to remind us. So Susan is in a kind of great job. Uh, not really liking her coworkers. No one's really responding to her as the smart, creative professional that she is. And she's building up a level of frustration that she can't handle. And that level of frustration that she can't handle is now culminating in self-sabotage. She screams and yells. She basically makes a scene. She gets embarrassed. She walks out on her job. She booked her clarity call with me. Again, that's mofall.com slash give me clarity. She booked her clarity call with me. And between the time that she booked it and two days later when we actually had the call, she had basically been asked to like leave permanently. She had gotten fired. And so our clarity call in, in, involved a few tears. And I said to her, look, you got to solve this problem. Otherwise, it's going to keep coming up for you and you're going to keep repeating this. She goes, well, I have repeated like every job I've had has been this pattern. So she was out of work for a little while while we worked together to heal things and to get her back on track and to build her soul's power back up. She got a really nice job. She did some fantastic work in a, in a uh, big pharmaceutical firm, and she was feeling great. And that job was uh, a, a, an assignment for a period of time. That went through. She got another one, and she's now fully understanding how awesome she is. And, you know, here's the thing. A lot of folks I work with, are multi-talented and creative and sometimes have been ridiculed for being unique creatures. 
And sometimes what happens is that the work they do in the workplace is somewhat conflicting with some of their creativity and some of the the beautiful ways they want to express themselves. I have a lot of women who are singers and musicians and dancers and have other talents that feel that they're competing against who they are at work. And when we get the soul's vibrational level built up to a certain level, those things no longer compete, but they complement. I had a, a woman who was a finance director um, in a healthcare uh, environment, and when she first started working with me in her first work, this, which is what we bring the soul up with, she told me she was uh, enjoyed cupcake making and baking. And I asked her a couple of questions about why she enjoyed that. And everything she said, she likes creating, she likes inventing unique uh, designs, she likes being in the process of making something, she likes watching people enjoy what she's made. And as we're working together, I asked her if she could bring that personality of the cupcake maker and baker into her work because the cupcakes were just a tangible way for her to express who she really is at the soul level. And when we're able to transfer that to her work, she's now able to shine at a whole new level that feels great and powerful. And she then subsequently was able to interview and, and achieve a beautiful higher level job that she had thought was outside of her range. And she's a beautiful soul and she's showing up fully in her soul rather than sabotaging herself, thinking that she should be at a cupcake making job instead of her finance job. She's a beautiful finance professional and she's a beautiful creative woman. Her soul is alive and she is not sabotaging herself. Self-sabotage is when we are feeling our soul is so dim that what we only thing we can do is run or hide or get emotional or or do something, let's call it stupid, that blows things up and our plans for ourselves get off track. Now, the only thing really wrong with that is if you don't do something about it, if you don't turn the volume of your soul back up for yourself and claim your true destiny, that's the only problem with that. So if you have a self-sabotaging story or something that's not really working out with your career, why don't you go ahead and book yourself a clarity call, because that's how it gets started. That's our first diagnostic tool for you. We'll help you get super clear on what's really going on and what you need to do in order to solve your career problems and to avoid another episode of self-sabotage. And that's at mofall.com slash give me clarity. It's a beautiful way to get things rolling. You know, all my life, I spent time trying to understand human nature human development, personal development, success. And what I learned after 30 plus years of doing that personal investigation, trial and error at my point and my part, thousands of dollars in conferences and education is that your soul is the most precious and important resource in a great career and in a great life. If you don't have what it takes to turn your soul's energy and vibrating, vibrating that level up to the level that you need, then you're going to have big problems. So I realized that I needed to do that for myself. And after doing that, I created a beautiful 12-week workshop that helps solve that problem. It's a lovely process to watch beautiful human beings who are suffering and struggling gain their entire sense of self 
and all of their beautiful soulful attributes and put them to work at work. When they bring their soul to work, everything changes, everything gets better. And what we say to our graduates who come through the workshop is the better it gets, the better it gets. It's a beautiful life to have when your soul is shining. It is a miserable life when you are struggling and self-sabotaging. Make a commitment for yourself today that you will take your personal desire of where you believe you need to and want to take your career. Take it there. Own the responsibility for yourself to be all you can be. You have to pay attention and you have to commit because it does take some work. It does take commitment. This is Mo Fall at MoFall.com. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.